0: with the tongue go, rum go, then we all roll in and out each other. Hey, this is Luya. For this week episode we invited TG, a migrant student who left Myanmar in primary level education and now studying in a university in Thailand. Hi TG, thank you for joining with us today.
1: Thank you for inviting me to interview with you.
0: Uh, TG, can you please introduce yourself briefly?
1: Okay, my name is TG and I'm from Myanmar, I'm 24 years old right now, and I live in Chiang Mai.
0: When did you and your family arrive to Thailand?
1: My family moved to Thailand in 2011, when I was 11 years old, Mm -hmm. approximately,
0: yeah. Since you were only 11 years old at that time, how did you continue your education in Thailand?
1: Yeah, as for me, I finished my grades in Myanmar, and I wanted to continue my education, and I talked to my parents, and then they sent me to the migrant school, so i started study at grade seven mm-hmm. in two thousand and twelve.
0: How did you feel when you joined a migrant school?
1: first of all, I feel happy because I went back to school again right and i I had got another, uh, like a lot of new friends, yeah, as a migrant student, you got the same. Almost the same opportunity as Thai student in migrant area. So that was great. And also, like in migrant area, like mostly migrant school have a uh, sub program for the youth to develop their skills, such as like light skate training, like football training, something like that. So I did try those kind of pro- programs in my uh, migrant student life. These training make you like develop your scale and improve your, your scale as well so I feel good as a migrant student at the same time uh, I realized we have no official recognition of the government when I was like grade 12 I realized when I getting older you know like I feel bad about this because we even even though we finish our grade 12 we can't even go to any university in Thailand or either Myanmar, because both of these governments do not accept this certification or the migrant school, so I'm like a little bit disappointed of the migrant education it's It's not about migrant education it's about the the government mm-hmm. from both countries.
0: Did you miss like the student life in Myanmar like when you arrived to Thailand?
1: Of course, yeah, I do miss my high school life in Myanmar, but I went to school like when I was four years old, so I was uh, the youngest boy in the classroom. So I don't really have like much memory about the high uh, school life in Myanmar, primary school life in Myanmar. But I like football, so I play football a lot. That was my memorable moment for me, mm-hmm. and I still play football in migrant school like all the time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that's, that's great. great. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> great. Is there any uh, I mean, difference in uh, curriculum between Myanmar education and Thai education?
1: Yeah, of course. The curriculum is like not really different from Myanmar, but the we have to learn additional subject like computer and, and Thai, as well as like some other program like CD, like mm-hmm. community development mm-hmm. subject is is for Subject because we don't have to learn that subject in Myanmar. Like of course computer we we, we have to learn in Myanmar, but they don't really have mm-hmm. you know. So, <laughs> but yeah, but in my grade school, the school that I went is called CDC, Tehran uh, uh, Development Center. is is a good school. It was the biggest school in my grade area, and then they have good facility and good school. So, I was happy. And for the curriculum, is um, the system is a little bit different. Curriculum is the same, but uh, we got three more subject, maybe like two more subject. but the, the system is different. You have to participate in the class. You have to do the homework and you have to like uh, attend the class. And then they give you the grade, like 40% of your score. And 60% is we have to take the test. So you have to be like responsible in the class as well as you have to uh, remember what teacher teach you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but not, it's not only about the studying subjects mm-hmm. uh, but also like following and obeying the rules of the school and the te- respect the teacher or classmates. So this is what different because as you know, in Myanmar, like they only count you as a like when you take the test, you got 100%, like your grade is based on the test, right? Yeah. But it's a different system. For me, I prefer my grade system, and the curriculum is fine. Yeah, for me, good.
0: Their education sh- system in Myanmar is really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever uh, go back to Myanmar?
1: Yes, I did. I finished my grade twelve in 2019, and then I. Came to Thailand to study GED mm. at the BIN Education Foundation. I got my GED certificate in two thousand twenty, and then COVID nineteen pandemic mm-hmm. suddenly came out, and then I was trapped in Chiang Mai for three months, and then I'm looking for like scholarship to continue my uh, bachelor degree, but unfortunately I don't win any scholarship, and and also at the same time. My family has got some problem like between my man and dad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like family got separated. So Mm -hmm. I got to take care of my family. So I decided myself that, okay, I will continue my education later. I will go back to Myanmar and work first. Mm -hmm. So that's why I went back to Myanmar in 2020. And I lived there two years and I worked as a teacher. In PT Academy in Yang, uh, in Yangon, yeah, that, that's the reason why I went back to Myanmar.
0: Mm-hmm. You went back to Myanmar in two thousand twenty, and you lived there two years. So, uh, I assume you faced the the coup. So, when the coup happened, how did you and your family feel about it?
1: Uh, that was so surprised for me because I, uh, for me, like I'm the person who like to, I spread about the politics. I would like to talk about politics. You know, like. I learned about some politics and it should not happen, you know. Yeah. Like first of all, I feel angry, my family as well. But we can't do any anything about it. Mm-hmm. And and then my family, like especially my mom, has experience like back in the day. So she she said, okay, here we go again, you know. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah for me myself, I started to protest again the military government with my friends on the street, like every day, like three months. I take three months. Mm. Because I, I don't like it. It should not happen yeah. and Yeah, no one like it, man, you know. Yeah.
0: When did you decide to leave Myanmar again?
1: Yeah, that was a little bit friendly for me because I spent 10, 10 years of my life in Thailand already. So I, when I went back to Myanmar, I decided to never came back to Thailand. <laughs> That's my decision. And then like, after the coup, I was like, no way. I have to come, go back to Thailand to wow. get a better job. Even though I got a better job in Myanmar, in Yangon, but you know, like no electricity. Yeah. And you know, my job is like doing online. So I have to have electricity. Son of my friend is the activist. So they they have to rent and then they came to my house and live together. So like, I, I, I love them to live. In my <coughs> my heart, my mom was afraid. Like no, you know, she she's like you know, she already oh, and then she said no, I can't go to jail because of you. And I was like okay, I have to think again to change my decision. So I started to think to go back to Thailand. I choose Chiang Mai because it's familiar with me, and I heard some I have some friends here, mm-hmm. so I came back to Chiang Mai.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry to hear like you've been through all, all that. <laughs> yeah. When you ar- arrived to uh, Thailand again, how did you continue your education?
1: It's not easy for me, like, came to Thailand. Thai government make acts too difficult to came to China, you know, like, in in at the airport, you have to show like everything and yeah. that. So that cost me a lot. I owe like $700 to my friend oh, and geez. I can even pay back now. Not only his money and also my money and some other resources as well. Oh. Some of my friends had me because I moved with family, you know, like not not alone. And like approximately it cost me like sixty thousand but all my money is gone and so I can't think to continue education mm-hmm. yet. So I started to work as a waiter. I stayed teaching and at the same time I working as a waiter and I also work as a bartender, so i ha- mm. basically i ha- concurrently work in three jobs at the same time, and uh, I save it money once again, I have to pay for the visa, so i want have to go to Lao to make visa so that's cost me cost me again so I can't think to study yeah. yet recently like six like four months ago i w- I was thinking to join st- to uh university because uh once i want to apply uh, as a teacher in in a Thai school and then they you have to have a bachelor's degree in order to get a visa for the teacher yeah. that law or Thailand is li- like it's requirement for you to have a bachelor and other jobs like organization I like for me I personally want to work at the organization so member of the organization especially so I apply to them but they they also at the same time so like uh, same thing so I was like okay so I realized that I need to continue my education. I have to have a bachelor degree uh, to get a better job. That's that's the reason I decided to continue my bachelor degree edu- uh, degree in Chiang Mai.
0: You have to work like while you're attending the university. So is that okay for you? I like. I mean, do you have to like manage your time, your yeah, your exactly. study time?
1: Currently, I do uh, at the at two things at the same time. So. Uh, someday I don't have time to study. Like, someday I don't have time to do uh, the assignments. Yeah. I am facing the tough time right now. I, I guess my walk-in hour is like five pm to one pm, and I sleep like two, and I wake up and go to school. So, this is not a good thing for me. Like, it's not not good for my health as well. So yeah, this is how I difficult for my study at the moment.
0: Since you're from a, a, a migrant family and also a, a migrant worker, so like did you face any discrimination against you like in your class or in workplace?
1: I remember a lot when I was in Bezos. Mm-hmm. But uh these are not to me because I'm not the worker at the time. I'm the student migrant student. But my father, my brothers and son of my yeah, neighborhoods, like they used to face a lot of discrimination between Thailand, Thai people and Myanmar wow. people. Because like most of the migrant people doesn't have legal card, legal ID card or something like passport or visa. Yeah. They don't have anything. So the, the real situation was happened and still happen happening now. But no one can take care of this at all. For example, my family uh, work for the work for one Thai boss. And then, uh, like at the time, we we will get like 40,000 back from that guy. It's a lot of money at the time. Yeah. He doesn't pay anything. He's like, no, I don't pay you. So we are like, no way, you have to pay to us. We we have no food, we, we need to survive. So we ask him, but he's like, no, you can go to anywhere to report this situation. Oh. I don't care because you are illegal. Oh shit. Walker. So something like that, you know, so, my mother went to the map Foundation and talked about this the, These people are trying to help the migrant worker, right yeah. so, but we we don't get that money until now, yeah wow, this is not only us but also other a lot of people I have seen like many of this this situation this kind of situation in my life ten year in ten year life in myself. I have seen a lot, wow. even in Chiang my they see some some situation like this living in Thailand is. As a migrant student, you got a same, like almost same opportunity and rights, but as a worker, migrant worker, mm-hmm. you will not get the same rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do understand that this is their country, but we are human as well. Like,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, we also should follow the, the law of Thailand. Like, this is a very complicated thing, man. You know, it's, you, if you're talking about the politics and the uh, migrant workers you know so yeah I would say yes discrimination yes but in many different ways yeah
0: how about uh, like as a student did you face any discrimination
1: and I have never faced something like this Mm -hmm. Uh, as a migrant education in Thailand Uh, maybe because of Thai government is priority to the student like the value to the student, <clears throat> it's not really different opportunity and uh, rights for the student. It doesn't matter if you're a migrant student or Thai student. I, yeah. I think same rights. So this is good for me.
0: Yeah. You lived in Thailand for ten years before you went back to Myanmar, and also now you're in uh, Thailand again. I believe you have a lot of Thai friends. It's like, did, did you get any? Like support from those people?
1: I do have some Thai friend in, not in Meso. In Meso like this is uh, two different societies, you know. Yeah. Thai people, it's, it's upper society level and you, like Burmese, like all people from Myanmar is <coughs> and not different level. Yeah. They are different, so they don't really live close, but in Chiang Mai is, wow. I think like all people are the same, so like maybe they are more educated, I think. I got some Thai friend in mine and they helped me in workplace and yeah, and for other other things as well. Yeah, so I have got some time friend that who support me. Yeah.
0: Mm. I know, like you're planning to organize a, a football tournament in yeah. here yes. for Spring Revolution, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How, how did you get the idea?
1: I, I love football as I mentioned earlier. I started play football since. I was seven. I watched football match like the whole, my mm. whole life. Now I got the idea about this tournament because I have seen many teams, many groups of Myanmar people playing in, in the in football field. I was thinking, what about if we all meet in one place and play together for one good reason? I started to think about it yeah, and I organized this tournament to Engage people around Chiang Mai, not only Myanmar, but also foreigner Thai. We work in everywhere anyone can play, mm-hmm. and to build a relationship between Thai, Myanmar, foreigner, and also to promote the football in Chiang Mai, like yeah. as a big group. You know, like we do it for good reason and expanding network. In the future, if we do something. Like from Yamo people in Chiang Mai, if we do something like, even we could have more network connection between us, so we could do more and more for the community.
0: That's really inspiring. Like, could you please explain more about it? Like, what's the name of the, the tournament? If I want to join, how, how do you how do I do it?
1: The name of the tournament is Spring Revolution Cup. I wanted to support the CDM like civil disobedience, Mo- uh, like teacher or like any government workers that join the the civil obedience movement in yeah. Myanmar in yeah, after the coup. Yeah, so that's why I wanted to support to them. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like I have heard, one stateless school, they are like says finance school. They don't have. Any uh, support for any organization, so they need money to support themselves so to educate like people, the like children especially. These children are refugees in Myanmar, so I wanted to support them. So as I told to earlier, like we have, uh, I have a. I want to make people to meet together and play football as a big team. So, like at the same time, we can. We could do something good yeah. for the community, so that's the thing. And like, of course, if you you can drive to the tournament if you have a team. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, man. Like, first of all, you have to register at the Chiang Mai Football League page on okay. Facebook, and then they will they will like explain you more detail. But mm-hmm. I c- could give you like more uh, like a little bit de- uh, about information about the tournament. Yeah. Uh, you have to have a team. And you have to uh deposit one thousand mm-hmm. or the the registration fee is two thousand five hundred baht for one team. And then one team should have like twelve uh, minimum twelve player and maximum eighteen player. Okay. Because we are going to make like eleven yeah, yeah. players.
0: Like each team. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So,
1: You have to have uh, your team name and logo to announce, and then we, yeah, we we going to give you price and set other activity. (laughs) Okay. During the event, that's going to be fun for sure because a lot of people will participate. Now we already got like four teams. Wow. But we only accept twenty teams, so it's gonna be first. (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Uh what do you hope for the future of Myanmar?
1: This is a big thing, yeah. a big topic to talk about it. Yeah, for me I personally wanted to be like uh to do like I want my my country to develop in the future because uh, what I will realize is as you can see in every country in the world, like every rich country in the world, there is my Burmese workers mm-hmm. there. And they do like basic job like waitress, cleaner, yeah. bartender. And these are like this is not good thing for our country. Like yeah. our people, like our resources, our human resources, like young people went to another country and live there. So like we lose human resources. So this is not good. And and also like we should have like federal democracy for our country because we have like ethnic diversity and a lot of people living in the one place together. So yeah. for a long time, so we should have that system for our country and uh, we should stop the war and then we should manage the resources uh, for good reason. Like, you know, I want them to change the education system as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's really good. Do you have anything to add?
1: Uh, I want like some organization or some government officer to help the migrant worker, not only Myanmar, Cambodia, Lao, Thai, uh, Lao and some Vietnam Mm -hmm. are working in Thailand as well, so migrant worker I mean generally, but Burmese, like no Burmese, Myanmar people are the majority, (coughs) so I want like government officer or the organization to support and help them in like discrimination situation or like unfair situation and uh, another thing is for the for our supreme revolution like <clears throat> we should support the revolution yeah. to have a better future for a new generation mm-hmm. you know like i hope our generation c- could do this could solve, the, solve this problem but now it's like I I have no idea like how how uh, when we gonna like win the the revolution I don't know but yeah I hope it's possible I hope yeah for all everybody like for all people from Myanmar and all people in Myanmar because we need uh, like a place to live and to share experience also like to have a peace. And uh, you know like it's not easy to live in another country. Not not it's easy to live in yeah. the place is not your motherland, you know. Your motherland is the best for you. Yeah. But you can live there. So I want peace, I want good 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 future for us and new generation and, and a place to meet. A place to live, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Wow, yeah, that's really inspiring. Well, TG, thank you so much for sharing your story and your experience with us. I'm really appreciate for your time.
1: Thank you very much for okay. inviting me to interview with you okay. to talk about my story, experience, opinion. Thank
0: you. See you
1: next, baby. See next. what's next?
0: See next, baby. See next. Yo, what's next? See next, baby. See next. Yo, next, baby. See next. baby. See you next. See next. See next. See 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 you next. next